Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Riotcast.com network. Today's guest is one of the best comics in the business. He has appeared on The Tonight Show, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, Louie, Half-Baked, The Nanny, which I can't wait for him to tell you about. He has his own Comedy Central special and has appeared in the movie The Aristocrats. He has a million showbiz stories. He is, of course, a regular performer at the Comedy Cellar. If he ever comes in in a good mood, I can't tell, and I'm worried. <laughs> it's Greg Rogel. Uh, hey, man. Actually, hey, you know, I, I, actually I, you know, I, I was in Half-Baked, um, but the scene, it was two scenes, um, they were edited out. So um, I actually wasn't in it, but my name was left in the credits, which is like, it's like the fifth name down. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, That's so you know, cool. Greg Rogel, Pothead. And uh, <laughs> and then if you're looking for me, you're never going to find me in it. Do you get paid if that happens? Yeah, yeah, we got paid. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. I did it with uh, with a good buddy of yours. Who shot, who oh, shot yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad he finally got in a movie. Um, <laughs> that was the peak. He, what he, year was, he was that? He was edited out of the movie that his brother directed. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. That hurts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, did you wish you know people always say I want to edit my life if you could edit life and he did he got edited out of somebody uh, else's life this almost seems impossible oh my god <laughs> well we talked about you coming in I'm like I wouldn't go happy go lucky with Greg Rogel but what is it that makes you happy like when you're having a good day how can we tell you know like is it what's a good day for you great meal great date great joke your team's winning cigarettes uh, back in the old days uh, the dog <laughs> Well, the dog was good days, you know. I don't yeah. know, you know. I don't have a lot of good days. I have a lot of. <laughs> I just have a lot of days. Do you ever have a day when you have a good day? Do you go? I'm having a good day. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, look. You know, I, 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 kind of have a dark upbringing. Right. So, um, like, I'm not good at handling like bad stuff, but I don't know how to handle good stuff either. Mm. Like, any, it, it, any, everything makes me f- anything that's not just kind of um, blah. Makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like so, like like good stuff. Kind of, I don't know how to deal with it. Deal with good stuff. Yeah, hmm, that's interesting. You started comedy early, uh, right? Really early. How old were you? Just right out of school. Right yeah, I was. School, right? I was in. Uh, I was. My you and I went year. to. Wait, oh. first of all, you and I went to. Oh, we lived in Oceanside at the same time, somewhere along the way. Yeah, I lived in Oceanside until I was uh, in the fourth grade. I right. Moved- so I must have been in like sixth grade. Then you uh, are you two you older than I think me? I'm two years older than you. And then I moved to Roosevelt Island. Oh really? Back then it was just uh, it was a hospital for paraplegics and me. <laughs> <laughs> the entire island. It was fucked up. Wow. I was there for a year, and then uh, we moved to Baldwin. And then my mother married some guy who I never met. Oh my God. And then I moved to Baldwin, and then I lived. I grew up. Oh, in you Baldwin. moved back right yeah. next door to Oceanside. Yeah. Baldwin. Wow. So you went to Bald. You went to Oceanside. Element. I went to school eight in Oceanside yeah. Elementary School. That's where I went to school. school and eight. and mm-hmm. then uh, I went to um, Baldwin Senior High School. How oh, old wow. were you when you went to Roosevelt Island? I was in the fifth grade. Oh, I was shit. ten. What's going so on in Roosevelt it. Island? Like, was, why'd you move? What's is there a job uh, there for someone? Uh, no, my my parents got divorced a, a couple of years earlier. I think it was just cheaper for my mother to live. She worked at she worked at some uh, it was like a waterbed store in Manhattan, <laughs> okay. um, and uh, so it, it was pretty. Cl- Pretty close to Roosevelt Island, I guess. So hmm. you know, you just she took the tram over. Yeah, and then, but I used well, to fucking. I used to. Uh, I was ten. I used to like just take the tram myself to Manhattan, and I'd go to the Blarney Stone, which is a bar, and they'd all know me. They go, Greg. I was like, no, I was <laughs> fucking serious? norm at like ten. Yeah, and they'd give me. They, they made a. Uh, they'd give me the what? food. They, they had like they had oxtail stew. There was a little stew in the back, and they they give me the stew, and I'd fucking eat there, <laughs> hanging out at a bar with fucking old Irish they, drunks. Oh my! Were you God. drinking though? Uh, I started drinking when I was ten years old. Holy shit! That was my mother's fault. She 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 clued me into something. Uh, Kahlua and milk tastes like chocolate milk. Um, so she showed me how to drink. Yeah. 
Well, so once you, yeah, so if you know, if you're starting to drink then, then you're in the right place because Manhattan, no, no one gives a shit, right? You can just <laughs> drink away. Uh, yeah, I don't drink anymore. I quit. Yeah. Uh, it's been like 12 years since I drank. Dude, you could, so you, after you finally get out of Baldwin, I guess, uh, Albany. So we, I should have seen you there too. I didn't somehow. Yeah. Uh, I, Albany, I started in 86. Yeah. Oh, I left in 87. Okay. It's close. I didn't graduate. I'm still 30 credits short. <laughs> what was your degree going to be? I was, it wasn't. I was, uh, Initially, I was going to go into the business school, right? Um, and my first, uh, my first semester, my first year was three point mm. um, And then I'm like, you know, I can uh, just read the book and not go to class. <laughs> so then it went. Oh, you're to, that guy. Then it went to two point five, and yeah. then I just stopped reading the book. <laughs> so then it was just one nine, one nine, one nine, and then I started doing stand up comedy. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Where'd you do it? Up in Albany at no, the county work? Uh, I, I actually, I was watching Evening at the Improv with uh, my friends. I and, love that show. And I, we, we were discussing how bad every fucking comic was. <laughs> so uh, the, the thing was, I'm like, I'm and like, you, you know, know some of them today, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, and I, I was like, well, if these guys can get on TV. I could, I bet you, I could do that. And they're like, yeah, right. So uh, that summer, when I went home, uh, I started doing um, open mic nights at Governors in Levittown and wow. then Eastside Comedy Club. Um, and then six months later, I was in the cover of Newsday, uh, funniest person on Long Island. Oh my uh, God! Yeah, I called school. I'm like, you guys read the paper. Like, yeah, we saw. <laughs> Six months later. Six months later. Yeah. Holy shit! So I took that. Uh, I took that that paper down to Florida with me because I had a, a cheap place to stay down there. Yeah. Um, and I brought it to the comic strip. I'm like, I'm the funniest guy on Long Island. And they're like, oh. I'm like, can I? So they started using me there, and I started doing road work. So within about six months, I was working on the road like as an Holy opening act. That's got, that's yeah. got to be a record. Wait, when you start doing, where does it come from that you're going to start doing stand-up comedy? I mean, it's it was it, that's what it was. Just um, it was just a, like I, a, I thought that there was so many bad comedians on even the improv, TV. and these guys are on that TV show? making a living. <laughs> so I'm like, well, if they can get on TV, I could do that. Within a year, I was on even at the improv. Within God, a year of me saying that, are yeah. you 20 years old? I think. Yeah, it's, it's about 20. <laughs> oh, shit, that's amazing. So and then and then that's still so now the we're in like the late 80s. So the boom, you're right in the middle of it. It was a. Uh, it was, uh, uh, my first time on stage was '89, right? Um, and then I started professionally uh, working in in uh, like the middle of '90. Um, and I mo- I was in Florida for about nine months doing road dates, right? And then I moved to New York. I came back to New York and I auditioned um, at Catch a Rising Star, and uh, Louis Ferranda, who was booking at the time, he he started using me every night every spot wow so i was able to um i took uh, i was able to get an apartment in manhattan it was like 700 dollars a month um and as soon as i started working for lewis uh the seller saw me and they said hey we want we want you to work here too so Damn. then i started working the seller and then caroline's so i was you know i was making a really decent living back then um you could do. I was doing like thirty shows a week. Wow! In New York, um, wow. plus doing you know some road dates and stuff. So you got really. Um, so I good. was able to to get my own place very quickly. Yeah. And you f- you figured it out like right away. Writing was easy. Everything was easy. Like kind of like you figured out how to write it right away. Um, you must my, have my first style. time on stage. I wrote like five minutes of material, and one of the jokes did really well, and that kind of kept me like, all right, I could do this, yeah. and then. And then I bomb for a little while, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, everybody bombs. And then six um, months later, the funniest guy in Long Island. Well, six months, yeah. Uh, Holy shit. Six months, once I went down to Florida, I still, you know, I won the contest, it was a contest, right. um, and I only had five minutes of material. Right. Um, but then when I went down to Florida, I started opening for other people where you had to do 30 minutes. Um, so I just did it. You know, th- that's that's the key, really the key to writing isn't really sitting, it's not, you know, everyone has their own process, yeah. but it's not really sitting in a room and trying to write. It has to kind of be organic, you know what yeah, I mean? You have an idea. And if you walk, if you have five minutes of material, but you have to do a half an hour, you will find that material <laughs> while you're up there. You know what I mean? You'll find something. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> you might find the Lord at some point. <laughs> so, so then you come back here and you're working everywhere, And but you have, so you know these guys, all these owners, Esty, Lush, Back then, yeah. uh, what did Lucian say when he saw you? Lucian, when I first auditioned for Lucian, he said, "You know, you remind me of the old Borscht Belt comedians," which couldn't be any further from the truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, uh, which is sort of like, no, we're not going to use you. But then, really? because I was working everywhere else, that did it, he was using me. He started using <laughs> me. So, wow. And what about and how'd you meet Al Martin? 
Al, I think he. Came, I don't remember how I met him, but he came. I think he might have came to catch one night and introduced himself. And he was. Um, he asked me if I would work his club, uh, the New York Comedy Club. And the rest of that. And is I've history. been working with Al. Yeah, I, I like Al. Yeah. You know. Um, and we, I've been working. Uh, his clubs for years, just as long as I've been working the cellar. Coriel used to tell me that there was um, a uh, a grill on on like the bar. Like you couldn't do this today because it'd be too unsanitary, and people he would make you'd make hamburgers on that grill at the bar. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I don't remember that. They, they, I, I do remember they used to have. I don't know if they still do it, but they they get White Castle hamburgers, literally from White Castle, <laughs> okay. like just crates just sitting in a bag in a stock. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, <it> was creepy. <laughs> Uh, so he was. Who was your favorite? Where was your favorite place to work back then? Was the strip catch? Was, catch was the oh film. really? Catch the, the original. Well, catch. well, Manny, when I, when I started working catch, um, I was doing a spot at Caroline's, and uh, Esty came with Rick Chrome, right? Um, and they asked if I would work uh, the cellar, right? And back then, Manny, um, he'd give you free food, and he'd give you twenty bucks cab fare just to come to the Damn. club. Damn. So, um, <laughs> so that he was great. So I ended up working. I would do back like every sh- every night, like every weekend night. It would be three shows catch three shows seller right uh two shows somewhere else you right know? so it was always it was constant constant work did uh, you ever do danger fields back then too uh yeah yeah damn it's exactly the same as it was back then Nothing who was great back then who was great all over the city back then that now we don't even know comedians you mean? yeah do you remember anybody well that, you know uh, it's funny, you, you tend to remember the guys that hit. Like when back in, I remember like in 80, I think when I got out of school, we all went to see Bob uh, Nelson, and he was like the biggest thing in the country. Yes, he was um, in, at a Long Island. Right. Yeah, I, I remember uh, the first time I, I like saw him, I was like, I was awestruck. What is this? <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Um, yeah, we were all like blown away. So when did the deal come in? Uh, after about a year and a half, um, there was, I did, it was, an, it was just an, one year, it was just a lot of shows. It was MTV Half Hour Comedy Club, right. VH1 Stand Up Spotlight, Caroline's Comedy Hour, Evening at the Empire. It was all these shows. Oh um, Comic Strip Live, which was on Fox, I did that show. Was that Bobby Collins? Oh, I also had lost to Chappelle. Me and Chappelle did Star, oh, Search. Star Search. I lost to Chappelle and Star Search. Um, <laughs> Who hosted that uh, comedy? Uh, back then, I think it might was have been Mulrooney. Mulrooney. Yeah, okay. I believe it was Mulrooney. John Mulrooney. Um, Jimmy Brogan, who was booking The Tonight Show, was in the audience. <laughs> Um, so uh, my manager at the time was like, they want, he wants you to do the Tonight Show. So, oh, oh shit. So, so uh, I remember my manager, I don't want to say, mention his name. Right. You know, I don't really want him. Um, in fact, <laughs> I, the day before the show, I was running the set uh, at the improv and it didn't go over well. And um, he's like, he's like, you know, it's just not ready. This is my manager telling me the day before I'm doing the Tonight Show. It's not Holy ready. Shit. And he goes, he goes, this joke just isn't funny. And uh, this one, I, it's a, this is hacky and it's not ready. This so is then, with Carson, right? This was ju- no Carson just, just left. left. Okay. It was Jay's first it's like year. Ninety six. No, it's ninety three. Ninety three. Ninety three. Sorry. Um, so then we go over to the comedy store and I run or the Laugh Factory and I run the exact same set and it killed. So he goes, uh, he goes, you know, I don't know what you did to make that work. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I drove from the Improv to the Laugh Factory. That's what I did to make it work. That's such a manager thing. That's such a manager. Yeah. Oh, it works now. Oh, I'm a genius. Thank you. So uh, I I did the Tonight Show and it went really it went really yeah. well. I was on with Dolly Parton. And I sat next to her, and she grabbed my hand, Aww. and uh, she was telling me jokes the whole time um, <laughs> during the commercial breaks. And then when I walked off, my manager goes, uh, "Dolly wants to. Uh, she wants you to open for her on the road." So, oh, uh, so then I did tour dates with Dolly, yeah, uh, which was just wonderful. She was a sweetheart. Um, and then that, I did. I think the, the Tonight Show I did it like on Friday, and then on Monday I had development deal offers. Damn. So then we um, wow. uh, from everybody. So what was this deal? I vaguely yeah, remember like, this. You were on the nanny. Oh, well, the as, nanny came. Um, oh, wait, or the deal, whatever. My deal was, with, I got a deal with NBC, but um, Fran Dresser saw me on The Tonight Show, so she contacted my reps at the time and asked if I would be the, uh, if I could do her show and also be the warm-up act for the show. Oh, wow. But I had a deal with NBC, and her show was on CBS, so they're like, well, he can't do that. But she's like, well, she wrote an episode with me in it, and she goes, we want to at least come out and do one episode. So I came out, and I warmed up the audience, and then I did the episode, and then she... Uh, she goes, you want to do another one? So she, her and her husband um, at the time, they wrote another one with me in it. So I did back to back and she wanted me to do stand up on the show. So I did a little stand up on the show. Uh-huh. So it was two episodes and then NBC said, that's it. Because he has a deal for his show, right. which was going absolutely nowhere at the time. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? The yeah. show? Yeah. yeah. Do you, you it was, it was, it it was called, it. it was called, well, here's the thing. Because it, 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 it was... Uh, 
it was called Downwardly Mobile, and we met we met with all these different <laughs> so production companies. I wanted to go with Disney, mm-hmm. um, but my manager kept pushing me to go with NBC and this guy Fred Silverman, right? Um, and I really wasn't happy with the writers that he had for that show. I didn't, I just didn't feel it. And uh, but they, you know, I was young. I really, you know, I was trusting my representation they knew what they were doing and clearly they didn't <laughs> um so i went with him and uh, it was kind of uh the whole it was the show was bad it took me it took me months to get the writers fired and i'm a kid and i'm like i'm trying to get these these fucking adults fired from a show and there was a lot of bad blood and then um like we the had script they're turning in is just it was horrible just it terrible. was just horrible and so God. um we were i had to come up finally i wrote a couple of uh scenes and fred liked them and he's like you know what we're gonna do this show and i'm gonna fire him I'm like fine so then <laughs> um but they turned around and said well you can't do this idea because this was our idea so we went to nbc with no idea and we sat in the lobby and he's like we got to come up with a fucking show for this meeting oh so he's like what if you're a lawyer i'm like all right i'm a lawyer he goes you live in this city with your girlfriend um and your parents oh, are bro. annoying you i'm like all right good, fine that's the show so then we went into him, we we're like all right here's our show and we just fucking lied and just created this bullshit fucking show um so uh, anyway we got it we ended up getting an extension um to create this bullshit show so they, they gave us a writer and um uh, at the time there was another development team at NBC run by this uh, this woman Jamie Tarsus, right? Who was she was creating Friends. Yep. So apparently, our writer <laughs> left to go do Friends, and and Fred and was angry about it, and and oh and, it beca- and it, it became like this war between these two development teams at NBC, and I'm stuck in the middle of it because I don't even really know these people, you right. know. Um, so anyway, uh, now so now there's bad blood between me and the Jamie Tarsus team, and I don't even again I don't even know these fucking people. So my show doesn't get picked up. Friends becomes a huge hit. Then Disney turns around and says, "Well, we still want to sign you." So then I signed a deal with Disney, um, and they create. We had this guy Mark Lawrence, uh, writer, and he wrote a really good show, and I really liked the show, um, and I was really excited about it. And then um, Disney bought ABC. ABC hired Jamie Tarsus to be the president oh, no. of television oh, production, God. and then my script was dead in the water. My script was dead in the water. So that was, Holy oh. so the whole thing just kind of fell apart. So when you're getting those deals, though, they're coming up with this. They have the script. The writers have the script, and they're like, "This is what you're going to do." Well, it's they, a, what you do is you meet. I met with a yeah. bunch of different writers from different production companies, and then it's my. I'm supposed to, and they they kind of pitch their ideas oh, to me to, you, yeah. to a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then, then I decide who I'm going to go with. But it really wasn't. I was guided right to NBC. Yeah. This is what, you know. That's a crazy That story. is a crazy story. And now, real quick, to end the segment, I looked online, your net worth, if you Google Greg Rogel net worth, I don't know why this came, because I was looking for your bio, and this is what comes up, you know, on the thing, net worth. And uh, 6.3 million on one of these sites. Yeah, that's about wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Four Corners, Greg. So now, all these years later, like you were here doing spots, doing spots. Can you explain? Did I, I hear this story right? How you were on tour with Russell Peters? Yeah. So Russell Peters just—he's been a big fan forever, and just decides I got to find Greg Rogel. I'm going on tour. Oh, it's funny. I uh, I'm at the cellar one night, and he was standing at the table in the back. I'd never met him before. Mm-hmm. So um, I walked over. I said, "Mr. Peters, how are you?" And he kind of he gave me this look, um, and he knew me. And uh, I remember I went on stage, and and uh, I was on stage, and I looked, and he was in the doorway, and he was still kind of looking at me. So I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, does he? I I think he wants to fight me. That was my first thought. Because I'm like, I'm like, why? Why does he keep looking at me? You know? And then he came back the next day, and he goes, he goes, he goes, you know, I want to apologize. He goes, he goes, I was staring at you. He goes, he goes, I'm a fan of yours. I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> um, he goes, he goes, no, I didn't do. It. He goes, I want to do a date with you. You want to do a date? I'm like, yeah, sure. So uh, we booked Constitution Hall in D.C., which is beautiful, it's gorgeous, oh, it's beautiful. Everybody wants to do their special um, there. It's like a six thousand seat or yeah. maybe four thousand. I don't know. But it was, it was nice. And then after the show, um, he goes, uh, we're having just having a, um, some food. And uh, he goes, uh, hey, Greg, you want to go to London? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right. He goes, all right, you're in. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to London. And this and then, is in, you're on tour. And then I get an email from his brother because I, I go, because uh, my, my, my passport was, was going to expire. I'm like, listen, London's uh, this date. My passport expires like in a couple of weeks after that. I go, but that's fine, right? He goes, no, no, no. He goes, you're doing the whole European tour. I'm like, oh, I was not aware of that. <laughs> So yeah, we did. I did all of Europe with him, um, and then uh, what's it like to go on a big tour? Yeah. Oh, it's great. I mean, with it, it, look, I that's I, you the know, segment, by the way, the uh, tour. We got to know. Uh, first of all, he has a very big crew. Um, 
He's got he's got like three security guys. Uh, he's got two DJs. Sometimes it's just one DJ. If it's a big arena, like a fifteen thousand seat arena, yeah. he'll have two DJs. Two DJs. Yeah. What do you mean they play. They between... play. They'll do like they'll do an hour up front while people are seating. Oh. And then they'll turn the house lights down, um, and they'll do a countdown, like a five minute countdown. So the opener is part of the show. You know what I mean? And right. the crowd gets excited. Then when it hits zero, the opener comes out. Right. And I'll do like twenty five to thirty minutes. And then Russell does like an hour and twenty, hour and thirty. It's just you, both of you. Just me and Russell. Damn. Yeah. Um, and and the crew. So it's like ten guys. His brother's the tour manager. Um, he's got he's got guys. He's got two guys filming it. He's got a director directing the whole production. Um, and uh, you know, bring a couple of friends along also. So it's a big crew. And every and most of these guys he's known since high school. Amazing. Um, so and everybody loves each other. Everybody gets along. So. Because you're in close quarters with these guys traveling for you know like five weeks straight out, then you're off for like a month, and you come back, and it's another five weeks. Right. Everybody gets along, which is very very unusual uh, on these kind of on these tours. Right. So so working with him is great because everybody likes everybody. You know, you go sightseeing, you do you know, and we've been. I mean, you go all over Everywhere. the world. We did it was like two. It was over 200 cities, like 25 countries. My favorite one, Neil. He said he comes back. He's like he was in like the Middle East. So this is a Jew in the middle. You're, yeah, you're I did doing like Saudi Lebanon. Arabia. I'm the only Jew to ever, I think, to ever talk about my balls in front of five thousand <laughs> Sunni Muslims in Saudi <laughs> Arabia. Crazy. And is it's locals. Crazy? It's not I like know. you're doing it. You're doing it for locals. Yeah, yeah nowadays did. you'll be in. You'll be killed. No, no. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was it was two years ago. Oh, what was shit. Yeah. Yeah. What, was, what was the story with that? No, one that guy's crazy now or whatever. His name oh, is. the Saudi Arabia the, prince. That guy. Hang with that guy. That guy. We were in Saudi Arabia and we did a show, and then he wanted us to stay because he wanted us to do a private show. For him. He wants Russell to do a private show for him. Right. Um, so uh, uh, they kept us for a couple of days extra. Um, <laughs> and we partied at the palace. You know, right. it was great. And then oh, um, wow. he couldn't do like a big a production. So what he did was he, uh, Russell went and just um, and met him and like and, and with like 15 of his advisors. And they just sat in a room and he chatted with them. Um, so yeah, he did. Uh, he did meet. You know, okay. Oh my God. And what was it like? So there was something about a joke in one of these countries and you were thought, wasn't there like a. You were afraid to say Jew or something like that. No, what I. Was it? Uh, I didn't. Well, the first Muslim country I did was um, I didn't know it was a Muslim country until the day before. Um, so I was in uh, Singapore, and then we were booked in Kuala Lumpur, uh, Kuala Lumpur Malaysia, um, which I did not know was a Muslim country until I until basically we got there. Okay. So I go to the we're having dinner with uh, one of the promoters. And I go, is uh, I go, is there any language restrictions? He's like, no, no. You say whatever you want. I go, all right, good, because I'm going to talk about being Jewish. He goes, no, 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 no. You don't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, because you know, they don't believe in Israel. They don't, they don't recognize Israel. It, it, it could be. It, there's, these are nine thousand seat. It's two nine thousand seat shows. So, so Russell's brother's like, hey, don't tell him what to do. He'll do whatever he wants to do. You don't tell him. So he's like, all right, whatever. So I'm like, all right. So then. That night, I went down to the lobby, and the other promoter was down there. And I go, listen, um, I go, uh, the other promoter told me not to talk about being <laughs> Jewish. He goes, he goes, no, 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 you don't, you don't want to do that. I'm like, because uh, Russell's brother's telling me, he's like, it's okay to do it. He's like, no, you're not, don't do it. <laughs> so I, I texted Russell's brother, and I, I'm like, I, I texted him something like, like, listen, you know, I don't think they're, they're trying to boss me around. I think they're trying to protect me. Um, they they say I shouldn't do it. And Russell's brother was adamant. He's like, just oh, be no. you, be you. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. So I went up there and um, I I did you. I did like ten minutes up front and not mentioning it. Right. And I was killing. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I threw it out there, <laughs> and it was great. Nobody cared. Nobody, Nobody fucking cares. cared. I know the world is different than people think, know. isn't it? It's always that, but for some reason, television is not that. Right, like television tells you not to be like. That's that. right, right, and, and it, it psychs propaganda. everybody out. But yeah, people, yeah, when yeah. you when you get into a room of people, even your age, most of them aren't like crazy nutcases. No, everyone's common ground. With, everyone's open minded and wants to have fun, but it just it gets in your head. I understand this. Well, we Neil, did. What's the What's the best plane ride you've ever taken? Because Greg is about to top it. With no, I've, I want to hear the travel that he did with Russell. No, it's like well, wait, I want. I want. Oh, I do want to mention. Uh, Please, there was a little bit. Um, of um, an incident problem with being Jewish <laughs> uh, about three weeks before I went to Jordan to perform in Jordan which is gonna it was uh, there was gonna be a lot of Palestinians in the audience so Russell's brother called me up and said listen the promoter um, is actually concerned about concerned about concerned about his about his own, his own welfare oh um, so he goes you know you're welcome you're gonna to Jordan you're sightseeing you'll hang out but you can't go on oh, okay so I'm like oh all right fine so then uh, the day of the show 
uh, Russell, uh, his brother, he, he kind of he oh, no. messaged us all the itinerary for all the guys, and he goes, "Greg, you're going on today, 15." I'm like, "I'm going on." He's like, "Yeah." I told the guy, he goes, "He, he goes, we, we put your name up because they flash your name right. before you go on." Uh, he goes, "We flashed it," and the promoter goes, "No, no, no, he's not going on." And Russell's brother's like, "Yeah, he, he is going on." Um, and I kill, oh, and man. I kill. I, I didn't talk about being Jewish uh, in Saudi Arabia, uh, Kuwait. Uh, Oman. I didn't talk about because you really can't talk about religion anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't. You know, we, in Saudi, uh, they decided they didn't know how I was going to go over, so they had um, a local guy go on to do stand up, and uh, I guess he never performed in such in front of such a big crowd before. So he walks, and you can't talk about God. You can't even mention God. He walks up on stage, oh, no. and he goes, uh, he goes. Oh God! This is the biggest crowd I've ever seen, and it got really, really quiet. And he stood there, and then he went, "Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God!" So they put the music on, and they're screaming from backstage, "Get him off! Just get him off!" And then the promoter comes up to me, goes, "You, I'm really sorry." I go, "Don't apologize." I go, "They're gonna love me compared to the God guy." Oh man! Now all the cities, pretty. I mean, you're adjusting each city, or the language was all easy in every city. Uh. The, the, um, the people that are coming out to see him speak English, you know what I mean? Except for India. In India, um, and the the crowds are so huge, like, it, it they have it like the show out in a field, and you can't even see where it ends. I mean, it just keeps oh going back. <laughs> and so it's such a big event that people who don't even speak English come out just to be part of the event. So the, there would be like, you know, uh, 20 or 30% of the audience in India did not speak English at all. <laughs> wow. But That's the audience crazy. is so big, it doesn't matter. Because yeah. the ones that are speaking English, they're laughing their asses off. I you think know I, was pretty crazy. I think I once drew eight people to a show. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I, when I think of European, I'm just thinking you're going to go to Berlin, uh, London, Paris. Uh, well, but you go, no, we now, didn't do... I didn't know you were in all these. Uh, this is like a real world tour. I mean, this is different. Yeah, That's it's the whole world. world. Yeah, it's this, the whole this, world. This is a different yeah. thing. And if you guys are going, you're going to do it again? Are they going to run it? Uh, well, run look, this back I, at some I point. Did, I did the whole tour. Mm -hmm. um, I, so I don't, um, like he's doing, he's on his new tour now. Right. Uh, I did oh, Forest okay. Hill Stadium with him. Um and uh, I'll do sporadic dates, but I don't think he's—he's he's not going to give me a whole tour. Again. I mean, he, look, it's—I mean, it's, it was—it's a nice gift, it's you know. And he didn't—he didn't offer me a job for life, but he—but he—but he, you know, I, he took me to twenty-five countries. That's pretty cool. And what uh, was the wait? What was the plane? Ride? The plane. The, you're on G five planes. That's uh, what I want to get to. How, which? Oh well, yeah, we do a lot of private planes, but the uh, the best the, actually. I prefer, well, the, the great thing about private planes is you just drive up to the plane. Right. I mean, and that's that be beats everything. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but. We did, I, I had gold status on Emirates, um, and I've done it probably 10, 15 times. Uh, it's the first class private cabins with showers. I mean, that, <laughs> that is so that's bad. really cool. And you're in, you're in your own little private <laughs> oh room with a 32-inch TV. Really? And, uh, How big is that plane? That's it's, crazy. It's a big fucking plane. <laughs> I mean, all the cities you go to, the the Arab nation, those are the, the richest. It was different there as far as like your accommodations and planes and all that shit. All the, uh, it's funny. You think that the hotels in America would be like the best hotels in the world, right. but it's not it's not, not no. the case. Uh, and and uh, no like in in India, they're palaces. I mean, literally palaces. Like Russell had a had literally had a um a a, a, hel a helipad <laughs> attached to his room, literally, and uh, and uh, he had a, a indoor pool on one floor, indoor pool on the other floor. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's There's amazing. some wealth it's out insane. there. Insane. Yeah. Do you sell merch? Do I sell merch? Uh, yeah. Do no, I like, don't. I don't do that. Do they buy merch? Is there? Oh a yeah. Merch? Well, Russell sells merch. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's got to ship merch. You guys are taking merch. Well, he has an assistant you. that yeah. takes care of the merch. He does that stuff. But I would never do Is that. Is that guy printing money? He must. He Russell? told me his house, he was building a house right somewhere. In well, he was well, Russell. I don't know what it is now, but he was the, like the top. You know, he was the number three on the Forbes list um, for years. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh my God, that yeah. is impressive. Yeah, he's doing very yeah. well. From that beats my plane ride too. Yeah, where'd you go? I, I went uh, one time. My dad, when we were younger, he he was working, you know, for the oil company thing, and they he got like a guy to fly. Him out to like a golf course in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I mean, it was nice, and and it, and my dad's such a sap. He 
should have been with a bunch of guys because the guys looked pissed when he when he saw us walk up. He's like, "You brought your fucking family." I mean, come on, you oh. know what I mean? But we're all like, "This is the greatest day ever." We're riding on the the, the oh jet, God. and we go play golf on this course. But you could tell again, they didn't really, they weren't thinking. But my dad's just a family guy. It's so, so funny. They put any gig you do. If they send me a plane ticket, they put me up at a sweet hotel, and they buy me one meal. I'm like, "This is the best gig I've ever done no, in my whole life." And then feel... Greg goes to like a palace. <laughs> no, I. Well, when you hear world tour, it's like, I mean, when you see all that, it's like. Everyone in the United States has been brainwashed to say, like, America's the greatest place ever. Don't leave. Don't leave. And yeah, then you it's not. Go, and then you go to the world. Like, when we went to Europe, it's like, this, this, Beautiful. The, the world's nice. The like, world is nice. nice. Shit happening you should go there. see it. I Damn tell it. a lot of people sometimes. <laughs> but that's a different way to see the world. Yeah. Well, everybody gets yeah. comfortable where they are. You know, what was the most fun? Do you have a most fun memory of the whole thing? No. They're, they're, I mean, even like, I, like, 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 like we, did so the Cana- we did the Canadian tour, yeah. which is, um, which you think that would be the worst one, but actually the Canadian tour, because uh, he's from Canada. Right. So, um, you know, it was all just packed arenas. It was like 16 cities. Um, and uh, we did some private planes, some we do like tour bus. Um, and every show was, you know, 16,000 people sold out after parties. Um, he's not so married, is he? Uh, he was married. He's got a, he's got a daughter, and now he's... Uh, uh, he's with somebody else. He's got a, an, another child on the way. Oh wow! Yeah, good for Russell. Yeah, and you were doing. Oh, he's a great guy. You're man. single. He's an incredibly and... generous, incredibly generous guy, oh, and wow. um, uh, you know, I love him to death. I mean, he's done a lot for me. That, is, that sounds good. You know what? Let's end there. How done. about that? But wait, wait, let me ask you. You had girls everywhere, and you had. Fun it's not, it's like it's not like uh, I've had I've had some some fun. All right, that's all I was just <laughs> asking. All right, we can end there. Right, next segment. <laughs> we go to the next one. All right, so now we take we always take a kind of a weird turn on the third one, and our third corner is okay. So now what we have in common, the three of us, we have been sucked into this Dave Juskow football pool, yeah. which is we have been doing this for I don't know how many years, and I, it's like the greatest thing in some ways, the football pool, right? Because we love football, yeah. all three of us. We all have our favorite teams. Yeah. We don't mind gambling. You're not spending that much money, so you kind of get... Neil can't really gamble anymore. I think know? it should be a documentary, because I was thinking about this football pool. It's funny you brought it up, that it would make such a great documentary. Could, someone, only because of the just the crazy amount of people involved, and, and obviously there's, there's a lot all, of like famous people Like 100 people, people in it. Famous people yeah, are yeah. in it. It's comics pretty, are in it. And it seems like everyone just keeps doing it. Like, What's we, your name in it? Who are you? Uh, I'm Fishhook. Fishhook? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, what, what are you? Well, I... I, I'm I'm, I'm Rogel, and then but oh, last year I was doing so poorly <laughs> um, that I changed it to Baron Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Doctor L, but and we it's we start off great every year. We're excited about it. Greg and I we talk about it, and then and then it gets the, brutal. It yeah. gets brutal. Like six weeks. Yeah, Just Gal sends four thousand emails. Right? right, the guy running it sends four thousand emails, and like you have three hours. Like Thursday, there are three hours to game time. I know <laughs> two hours to game time. This I forgot. Well, I forgot. I to got put a text one, one time. Yeah, I forgot yeah. he texted yeah, yeah. me. He, he was me. he was furious one time because I thought I thought it was just a football pool. This is when it all changed for me. I thought it was a football pool that whatever, and it was just like it's a football pool, whatever. And so I win, yeah. and he's I think I win one week, and yeah. he's like, "You got to send me a picture." And oh yeah, the and, picture. And I'm like, all he right. He posts the winners' pictures and so online. I, I don't send the picture, and he flips out. Like, but then I so I I think he's joking. I only He's not know, joking. I only know him as a comic, like a, ahead of me, a comic ahead of me. So I'm like, that's hilarious. So I call him. So, yeah, yeah. And so I call him back. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna be like. So I'm like, yeah, the picture's on the way. And I send him like a just a, a joke of a picture. Right. And he flips out so i i think oh man he's fucking hilarious this, he's doing a bit with me and so i just keep pressing and i just remember it ended with me on the street of new york like super apologizing because he I really went off really he's like i'm kicking you out you'll never do this pool right. again and i still think he's joking i'm like i know i know i go i'm out i go i'm out i go i'll never do this again and i just kept riding him and it never dawned on me until almost like four two hours later i think i even called you i'm like I think Jessica's really mad yeah. about this. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. gets nuts with this and pool. Th- then I realize, okay, I'll take the pool. I won't mess with that again. Because well, he loves this he pool. He wants new pictures every yeah. year, just in case you win. And Peter Voris, our good friend. Yeah, he's almost, he's always on the way out. He's always on the way out. Because he didn't, on one year, he did not pay on time. 
So like he didn't get his money on time or he got mad. Just got got mad at me because you could PayPal him. Right. Yeah. And he got mad at me also. You, got, you could PayPal him. But there is some some button you hit. So you take on the PayPal fee, fees and give him the hundred dollars for the year. You know what I mean? You it's so it's, you're basically paying one hundred four dollars right. for processing, and the hundred goes. So I hit the wrong button. So he probably got like ninety six dollars or whatever it was. He fucking read me like how, <laughs> I wanted to send you a check. Why are you being yeah, such well, an he, ass? I had the same thing. He uh, I I don't I don't I'll use PayPal. I'm like I'll just give, I'm just gonna give him cash. Yeah. He goes we'll give it to Rachel. I'm like all right. So like one day Rachel's there and I had like sixty bucks on me. I was gonna get paid right uh, thirty the, the seller. So I'm like so I'm like I, I give her sixty. I'm like I'll give you the money. I go and so she contacts him. I got broke at sixty and then he's like well, well, why 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 what this is a hundred. It's not sixty. So then I had another thirty. So I give him thirty. And so I go so now I just owe him ten. He's like he's like I can't I can't do it like this. You need to either give me the whole thing up front. Uh, you know I can't be getting it in pieces. Yeah, he's out of his mind. He's out of his mind. You know, I got hooked back in like the old days. Were you in a football pool when you were a kid? No, I mean, this is like my first. I usually just had gambled on sports. Were you in a football pool when you were a kid? No, I would just bet the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would, I mean, one of those little sheets. College, everyone. No, I just grew up, my dad, college. Everyone just gambled on games. Uh, No, when I was. No pools. When I was in high school, my mother, believe it or not, they had it in office. She's like, what is this? And hands me this, the football pool. And I knew what it was. You know, I knew what it was. I was like, Okay, and I used to, I used to love, I mean, this was my thing for the week, and I, she didn't hand that thing, you don't forget to hand it, I would call her at work, don't forget to hand it in, you know, it was like $2, but they had, in this office, they had like 300 people in it, so you could, like back then, you know, if everybody, $600, you know, it's like crazy, but I would get, it wasn't like online where you could just see everybody's picks, she would bring back a stapled booklet, I'm not even of joking, everybody's of everybody's wow. picks, it was crazy, like a, just charts and charts, and before Excel spreadsheets even. So some guy was doing it with lined paper and wrote everybody's stuff out. And I mean, this booklet would come. I would like love this booklet all week. I mean, I, my I, mother got me hooked on the stupid football pool. I literally we had a bookie named Huggy Bear. Like, I, I know Huggy Bear, the, From Albany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's <laughs> one of my best friends. <laughs> Yeah, Huggy Bear's a, and you know what? Wait, so is that the guy that went to Vegas? There's that's, three guys. No, that's Tiny. The, tiny. The, the bookie's Tiny. Huggy was just the front runner. It was Huggy, Payro, and Tiny. Oh, so is that right? Payro, not even joke, works for Tiny. <laughs> Tiny's in Vegas. I'm gonna go see him when I do uh, all Vegas. Wow. When, the, the, yeah, he's the best, and he wow. used to. He does the lines now for like huge hotels. Wow. He is a legit... He's a legit bookie. Next time you... You know what? Next time you go out there, I'll hook you up with, with Tiny. Wow. And, like, you'll see... Yeah, he won't know... Like, even... No, he'll come. He like, wants to come to the cellar. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, so That's next true. time you work, I'll tell him send like, broke there. Like, you gotta go there. He's, he's like, had my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, remind me when he's not coming. Small so, I mean, world, When right? he's coming, let me know so I won't be oh, there. Oh, man. At college, I once called those guys at like, on a Sunday, it's something about at 12... I think it was twelve fifty five, and they were taking bets. You'd have to call in by phone before the kickoff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think I called them at like eleven fifty five. They answered the phone like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Hey, it's it's Lenny." Like, we gotta call you back, Lenny. We got like I wasn't gambling in college, you know. Like, well, that because they had all the calls. Yes, coming. they had the crazy calls coming like, in. They had to get them all in before. Well, one. you know, in college, my room, the my roommate, he ran a book out of college. Yeah, of that's college. what these guys did. Yeah, and he he, he was rolling. I had never seen. So many people lose. <laughs> was it, it was crazy. Like everyone lost. There like, was a lot of losers. One guy would win, and then he'd eventually lose it back. Everybody was losing. But then the problem was what Buster Douglas. The, the, <laughs> the, no, the problem was how to collect the money. Right. That's always. A and thing. it was funny because he was just he was just a regular dude, yep. and he just it spiraled out of control because he was we were in a fraternity, and he was a regular dude taking bets. And next thing you know, he's at Baylor. All the people from University of Texas are gambling, and Texas. And next thing yeah. you know, it goes to three, two hundred people, and people just paid because in their heads, yeah. this guy's going to kill him. Yeah. But he was just a regular joke. Right. Yeah. He literally had no no way to collect the money. But people would drive like two hours from another college and and be shaking. And well, hand that's how the, a hand lot the of money at my door, and I'm like, these people have no idea. Like, we're never going to collect the money, but <laughs> it was weird. This built-in thing. That oh, happened. some of these things got blown up at times because, like, the parents would see fluctuating bank accounts, and eventually, like, what's up? And a kid would confess. Yeah. Next thing you know, the parents are driving up to all. Yeah, that happened. That's well, how we, it all came. We out buried to blow our up. roommate. Our roommate decided to become a bookie, Spud, and um, we, we bet the basketball games. What we did was, uh, I forget how it worked, but we bet both teams. 
like a, you know if the spread was like seven points <laughs> right. we'd bet both fucking teams and so land in the middle so, right <laughs> uh, right so you're only gonna lose the vig right um and but we hit like we hit a lot and um <laughs> and uh, we just put them out of business uh, <laughs> yeah, you ended it yeah. that's why tiny is so good and a professional these days because he knows exactly what to set that line i'm like oh my god well, the it pool's like that, too. The pool is it's like amazing that. amazing how the how, Every week. We talk about this yeah. every week. Like, lose by, I by half, half a point. point. Yeah. Half, the half point is brutal. Oh, at least yeah. you can push once in a while in real real life. You know, <laughs> like if it's three and it's a push, okay. I mean, no sometimes problem. it does feel fixed or something with the way it comes out. I, I, I can't imagine it. I don't know. It really is the game. It's hard to say. It's the, hard to say. But have pool. you ever won the Jessica pool? I no. have. Oh, you won. The, you've won. I've won two over maybe eight years. No, no. Have you ever won the, the whole thing? Pool? You won the whole thing. I won the whole. Did you thing. really? Did that, you ever win that, the whole? That thing? was no. Neil's passive aggressive way. I've never, way. Been, I've never <laughs> even won any week. <laughs> that was Neil's passive aggressive way telling uh, make me pimp him. Did you win? Uh, yes, you did win. Didn't you? I don't even remember if I did win. I think you did. I, you I won. think I won it or finished you, in first or second. No, you, it was before. It was for a lot of money though. Neil's won it, and then he's coming second the whole thing. And Peter Voris won it one year. Yeah, and then I just fell apart. Now I'm terrible at it. I can't. I'm like I'm stuck. Some of those guys every week, the same guys do really good. I'm like, shouldn't they be professional gambling somewhere? Well, do you know who everybody? Yeah, it's amazing. You amazing. know who everybody's name is? Oh, some of them, you like big asses. Yeah. I'm only competing against the guys I know. I know a few. I know yeah. a few. Mike Royce is in it. He's got two things in there, yeah, and he's Sarah, like, Sarah's you know what? Yeah, sometimes I I go to the tailgate. Uh, before I go in, when I'm doing the stats for the Giants, I'll before I go to Jessica, I was like, "Come see me in the parking lot. We have scallops, you know, whatever." I'll go out to their tailgate and whatever, and then I meet these. And so now everybody's introducing me by their football pool name, you know. <laughs> so now I did get to meet them. Um, well, that's what Fishhook was. That was Fishhook was a name. Yeah, that exactly. was the guy, and that was your they, guy. That was no, that was a guy that took bets in college. His ah. name was Fishhook or something. All right, well, let's wrap it up with this. And what do you think about the NFL? Did you watch the playoffs? I did. Did you watch? When them? this comes out, we'll be watching round two. I did. How? What do you think about Cody Parkey missing the? Well, it was tipped. It was tipped. Oh, I saw that on Twitter today. I always. That's just... what I do, by the way. People go, "What do you do?" Like we run that back to the minutia to see if that's tipped. That's a big thing in in uh, stats. Absolutely. It's, well, it's that, not a miss. It's a it, tip. It's a block. It changed the trajectory of the ball. Yeah. yeah. I just, just feel enough. bad. It's always, it's the strangest thing that football comes down to that that guy every time. Every like, time. It's all this stuff and well, big guys and it comes down to this little. That's why they hate the know, kicker. You know how it's going to end for him. You know that he's not going to recover yeah, from It's like they beat the shit out of each other <laughs> for know, like so. three hours and then some guy who weighs like 60 pounds comes out and it's, it's on him. It's so I, bizarre. Nobody's more happy that the ball is tipped <laughs> than he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that just saved him. Yeah. That saved somebody, him. Maybe I, saves his whole life. It's I saw, not right. Yeah. I saw today is when somebody modified his Wikipedia page like really nastily. You know, like, <laughs> you know it's like the poor guy. He's got a great name, Cody Parkey. Um, I told, I, I called it by I, the way, because my wife is an eagle from Philly. They're all Eagles fans. He calls timeout. He kicks it. My wife goes, "No, that's just his practice. He'll get it." I'm like, "I'll I'll bet you anything. He he's gonna hit. He's gonna hit the left upright, and he hits the they left upright." I'm sitting with Esty and Keith watching the Cowboy game, and the Mar is about to kick the. I go, he's gonna miss. He's gonna hook it to the right, and Esty turns around. How did you know? It's like you can feel it sometimes, these guys, you know, no, these little guys. It's always still the best thing to watch on TV. But football? I, football. Oh, yeah. I, playoffs. Oh, yeah. But it's it somehow, I don't know, everyone says football's dying, but I still think it's the best thing. So you st- Rogel got so frustrated with Dallas a couple of years ago that you were like, all right, I'm a Giants fan now. Nobody kind of bought this. But you got to be on the uh, Dallas bandwagon well, now. Come on. I'm not. A, look, I, you know, I, 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 I was a be fan when I was a kid. Yeah. I was always a fan of Dallas. But it, it, there's a lot about the state of Texas that I have issues with. <laughs> you know, George W. Bush, and Neil the Potter. whole wall thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that Chris there, yeah. Christie's hanging out in the fucking... Uh. So there's a lot of that, that I don't like. You know, I'm not a big fan of Jerry Jones. Right. Uh, you know, I don't think Jason Garrett's a good coach. I think they're a dumb team. But you can't help it. I mean, I grew up as a Cowboy yeah, fan. Can't. So you just, you're kind of emotionally attached to this team well, you know, it's not even it's not even the players. It's just it's just the uniforms at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. That's what it is. You can't. You don't want to give it up. You know. Yeah. yeah um. So they play the Rams. What do you think? Uh, I think it's a better matchup than if they played New Orleans. I, I don't I, look totally. Look, they. I mean, they 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 beat New Orleans, but I don't think they're going to beat them twice. Not in New Orleans. Probably. No. And uh, I don't think you beaten you beaten Drew Brees twice. And now the pressure is really on Goff. 
Um, the pressure's on Goff, but and I think it's a bad matchup. They don't stop the run, even though they got a sick defensive line. How do they not stop the run? I don't know, but you guys got a great back. It's, they have a, the Cowboys have a great defense. Yep. Um, and uh, they have we have a great a great running game. Yeah. Um, so they and they have an average defense. Yeah. The Rams. Yep. Uh, they have a great they have a great offense. Yeah. But. Um, uh, well, you guys have a great defense. Great, so that match, I, the matchup I like is Dallas. good. I kind of like. Yeah. What's this, do, you, do we have a spread on that? It's like six, five, five and a half. Seven. Seven. The Rams are gi- are giving seven. I which would I take think that seven. I would definitely take that bet. But you know, um, yeah, you know what do you think? Let's call it. I mean, I, some some reason this year feels like okay. Dallas is it's kind of their year for some reason. Yeah, I don't they know got, why. They do have a good feeling. I don't they know made why a good it trade. feels like that. It, uh, it just does. But the playoffs are just different, and defense tends, seems to be this year. Like defense is winning out. All right, well, Neil. I, I've always been about defense yeah. winning out, but we I have, don't think they go to the Super Bowl. We have about one minute. So Steelers, I don't understand. I've been, I've said this to you all year. You got all this talent on that team. What is up? I know they're the best team. I we were they're talking about Antonio brother, Brown. Well, we were talking about Le'Veon No, Bell. we were talking about it last night. We we watching all the games and like uh, Steelers have literally the, uh, they're better than all these teams. It's just they they just can't can't put it together. They just it's so weird when crazy. that happens, right? I don't know. They, you hate the coach. Is Neil just, blames the coach immediately? I do not like the coach. When they lose, I search out. That's that's one th- good thing about Twitter because. When you lose and you're so angry, you can find angriness. Yeah, commiserate. It's, like, it's like, oh, this is great. I'm like, oh, I love this. Well, who else are you gonna? <laughs> if, if the team, if they're, if they got all the players, everything, you know, everybody's That's good. What it is. It's the coach. Yeah, it's minutia. He's, yeah. he's, he's. You terrible. give Bill Belichick that yeah. team, he probably wins. They should know? just hire him as the guy that comes in and gives the pregame speech. That's all they need him for. If he's, if he's like a rah rah guy, that's what they always say. Meanwhile, the Giants have said it, have said it a million times. There's nothing wrong with Eli. He'll get him through next year. I mean, he'll probably restructure his contract uh, yeah. and be the starting quarterback. I don't want him to take a quarterback in the draft. I want to take a lineman. If you watched uh, the Colts game, Quentin Nelson got picked like he was from. They were all over him. They built that line, and suddenly the Colts. Right. They have no no big receiver, T.Y. Hilton, but that's it. Colts are in the playoffs, right? I hope. The Giants have a stud (laughs) running back. Give him, not, line. Give him an offensive line. Give him an offensive line. And I'm also, I'm also, I'm old school, but I'm also a fan of um, the power eye and a fullback. If you there got you a go. great running back, give him a fullback. Yes. And uh, you don't even a have lot. to pass. You don't have to pass the ball, right. and that's what's gonna happen with Dallas. Is they're not gonna, they're gonna win by defense. You know, an old school football. No, but no, that's why I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, the, the Cowboys will have first and one at the goal line, and. Uh, a shotgun. They run <laughs> like like you already. You're you're a foot from the fucking goal, and why would I why do you want to start four you know three yards back? It's, it's one right. of the bad things of the. Inf- you guys invented it. Dallas the invented shotgun. it, yeah. and it's coming back to haunt people. Go under center and just turn turn around and take it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. We move on to the fourth one now. The fourth one today, as people who listen to this show, we had this game that we call this, that, and the other thing. And so I would give one of two things, like I would say chocolate, milk, or dark, and we sometimes tailor it to the guest. But I found I was doing some research online for, I don't know, I don't know, research? I don't know. I was doing stuff online, and I found this game, which is kind of like this, that, and the other thing. It's called Pick Your Poison. Okay, so basically, hey, I wait, gave you is one. This is a real game. This is a real game that like you can buy. Like a board game that you buy. Pick your poison. Game. It's like in a thing. It's called <laughs> Broadway Comedy Club or Dangerfield. Bingo. That's exactly right. Broadway Comedy Club or Dangerfield. So I'm gonna put them in stack card. You know, A and B, and then we'll we'll do uh, we'll do a little pick your poison. How about right, that? Did you try this out at home? Well, I definitely. You know, I try to. A lot of it is sex, horrible sex things you can do to yourself. Yeah. I mean, this is a not safe for work uh, pick your poison. Got it. So I was like, what? well, it seems pretty dark. And I was like, well, you know what? When did I break this out? Greg Rokel. I got to break <laughs> it out for Greg Rokel. I mean, if we're going to break it out, it's for Greg Rokel. All right, so let's put our... And do we have a backup plan before we head down this road? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's our game, Neil. We do this all the time. A or B. All right. So shit. I'm just not feeling this. What? I'm on the record of saying this is a bad idea. No, it's it's our game. It's that or the other thing. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing: participate in a nursing home orgy, or play Russian roulette with all of your close family members. I mean, b- banging old people. Or- <laughs> I gotta choose one of them. Yeah, or play Russian. I mean, relax. I guess I'll. I don't want anybody to die, so I guess I'll just head to the nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? After I can't you kill- said Thanksgiving was really bad. I can't kill my family, so yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> off. I mean, I'm hoping that it's like good for somebody. Like somebody maybe lives longer or something, or I don't know. Right, nursing home it is for me. I think I'm gonna have to go with Neil and I. I can't kill my family. Yeah. What if the gun goes off? My, my everyone. My family's dead. <laughs> yeah, I win this one. I win this one. I think so. Because he can. Well, <laughs> See, you're out. Uh, all right. So Greg wins this one. All right. Let's go to the next one. Uh, 
Pick your poison. Oh, okay. Pick your poison. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> well, Greg might win this one the same technicality. Floyd Mayweather <laughs> punches your mom in the face or you a, you blow a horse to completion. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Punch my dead mom. <laughs> Punch my dead mom. Well, I think we have to say if she's alive, I guess. I can't, I don't know what I, I would mean, do I mean, I think my mom would say, just hit me in the face before you yeah, do the yeah, other Yeah, she thing. would take it for the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom. Mayweather? Look, look, look. <laughs> blowing a horse? Yeah, that could get on the internet, too, and that would be the end of well, everything. No, it that no, doesn't that, say internet. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing that just gets on the internet, and it's just like never... Like, when you want, least want that thing to I'm be on the I'm not letting Floyd Mayweather punch my first mom of all, First face. of all, there's like a 30% chance he's going to punch your mom in the face anyway. If you <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm not... I don't know. All I right, think well, I gotta go... Go ahead. Blow the horse. Blow the horse. <laughs> it would be a tough but one. But Floyd Mayweather, he's a points guy, so he doesn't hit that hard. You think it would just be a jab and knock yeah, my mother be the light. He's just scoring points. He's the king of just scoring points and getting out of there. No, it's also a young mom or older mom because the older mom can't really take a <laughs> young mom. <laughs> see, I knew we had the right guy for this. All right, all right, let's do another one. They're coming to get. See, I like that we're picking us. up. I missed the other one, but all right, you all right. can keep going on this. We missed the regular one. I like just this, that, and Why the other thing. Why are people? Because um, these are too extreme. To yes. Well, that's the yeah, point that's of this. We have yeah. Greg Rogel here. I know. I that's know. the point. <laughs> All right. If we had like Ryan Hamilton here, we'll I... go back to Burger King and McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> 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 that's how we tailor the show to the guests. That's why it's fun. All right. All right how let's about this talk one? about blowing horses. All right. Get your grandmother addicted to heroin, or. Give your grandmother a dildo for her birthday oh, and write, Grandpa will always be with you on the card. All right, this is easy. Uh, yeah. First of all, uh, I think anybody over the age of 75 should be doing heroin. Yeah, it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. You're going to get her addicted to heroin? Yeah. No, I would go the other one. I mean, I would hold, my grandmother wouldn't even know what it was. She'd probably think it was like a... What was the second one? Give your grandmother a dildo for her birthday and write, Grandpa will always be with you on the card. I mean, that's like a light joke. <laughs> I'd go for the first one. It's more impactful. Get your grandmother addicted to heroin. Yeah, because, I mean... Which, where's she going? Yeah. What, what, she, what does she have to do that heroin's going to not... Yeah, it's not going to make a difference. I mean, there's a chance she could just uh, she could enjoy her later years in life. I mean, yeah. it would be pretty amazing. It's true. I mean, you can live for a while. On, I mean, because the thing that kills the heroin is they get homeless, and she'll... She'll, she already would be there. So Most of your grandparents are already on opiates anyway. They've been they're on prescribed <laughs> opiates. Yeah, yeah, so a good point. Yeah. They're, they're probably addicted to some of that stuff. I anyway. like that. I think that's a great way to go old right there. Addicted heroin. to heroin. Yeah, that's not a bad actually solution right. for everything. All right, how about this one? Accidentally murder your best friend, or pee through a catheter for the rest of your life. Oh wow, well, that's that's an easy wow. one for me. Yeah, absolutely murder, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. murder my best my friend. Be- going what, down. You murder your best friend. Well, look, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, peeing yeah, through yeah. a catheter. I, I'm not. I'm not doing catheter. <laughs> me you know? neither. I'm, what? I, I'm gonna. No, dude, I'm gonna Dick one. Cheney you. We'll go hunting and I'll just shoot you in the shot in with the face? shot in the face. But then I'll shoot you again. <laughs> yeah, I wait till you're not paying attention. You would shoot me rather than pee through a catheter. Catheter is fucking. Yeah. I don't want to. I would shoot. I would shoot me before I. Piss through a fucking catheter. <laughs> Wait, isn't you said that it's, it's you shoot your friend by accident? Accidentally murder your best friend. Yeah, that's uh, that. Then you got peace of mind right there. Technically, what? it's not murder if it's an accident. No, you either. you made a mistake. Yeah. If you put a gun and a catheter on the counter, and I would I, I'd grab that. You're talking about right every day of your life being just it would yeah. you'd be miserable. I don't know. You just. A um, catheter? Just, I guess. No, kill your friend. I can't, yeah. I, that's on your head. What? My death is on your head. That was an accident. <laughs> you have no conscience. <laughs> I would never do that to you. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, uh, you right. would totally kill me. I would totally kill you? You would totally accidentally, accidentally? kill me. Yeah, you'd be like, well, hey, you would that now kill, anyway. shove me in front of the subway would be the way you'd kill me. Oh, that's... Be like, it's oh, so, bit, what? Is that, yeah. uh, is that the way you want to go? That's how you, we're no, going that's home. how you do it. You'd be, oh, uh, <laughs> you'd Neil, at least you make just a, lean over a little. Yeah, no, you'd make a noise like someone get him. Like, oh, how, hit him. All right. This is so sad. All right. Tell every child that you meet that they're adopted or have a recurring sex dream about your mother every night. Just tell the kids that they're adopted. Yeah, that, that's an easy yeah, one. Adopted? Yeah, that's just something hey, you would... Hey, kid, you're adopted. Some, that would be yeah. something that's like almost like a TV show, like a pitch. Really? Just tell <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, <laughs> I got a show. I'm going to tell kids they're adopted. There what? you go. <laughs> that's ridiculous. 
All right, how about this one? Poop a little bit every time you sit down. I do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's already, that's choice it's already one. winner. Or give every partner you ever have an STD, but never get the STD yourself. How is that even possible? I don't know. That's so. So that's like you're like almost a serial killer. Almost. almost. You're like. Or I'll, poop every time you sit God, down. The, the uh, first one sounds awful. Oh, well, you, well, first of all, the second one, though, um, you know, if I'm no longer with these partners. True. Um, and a lot of them, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of baggage attached. So, yeah, um, yeah the fuck them. One. Fuck them. Give I'm them herpes. I'm with Greg on this. <laughs> I, I kind of like Greg's idea about there's this There's a one. lot of resentment out there. Yeah. What do you? Which one do you want? <laughs> They're both terrible. I guess if that's I the point. It's choose... called pick your poison. And even if she's with like another guy now, it's yeah. like <laughs> go ahead, I mean, yeah. <laughs> knock, guess, right. knock yourself out. I'm self-centered, so I guess I'll take the second one. Uh, give every part. Okay, that makes I sense. guess. All right, we agree. We actually agreed on all this. <laughs> I did anything that is is bad for me. I'm oh, well, not taking. This one's gonna be interesting because it's exactly what Greg was talking about. Watch your significant other have sex with someone else, or wake up naked next to your best friend's significant other. Oh well, see this here's see, should be good. <laughs> well, no, because I, I I dated a girl for two years, yeah, um, and um, there was she was it, it was a physical relationship, um, yeah. and um, I knew she was seeing other people, um, but I didn't care. In fact, it kind of, uh, you know, you get bored after a while, right? So just the thought of her cheating actually spiced up the sex life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so the infidelity was actually uh actually worked for her favor. So yeah, I'll go with that one. I, okay. I, I, Watch significant other have sex with someone else or wake up naked. <sighs> yeah, I don't want to fuck my best but friend. But it says wake up naked next to your best friend significant other. It doesn't mean you slept with them, you just woke up naked. You don't know yeah, what the story like was. Yeah, but that's like whatever the Quentin Tarantino movie like a foot rub type of thing. It's it's still going to be there forever. Um, like why are you naked with the I, I would choose I'm going with one because it sound that sounded pretty good yeah, well, watch a significant like, author have sex with someone else well, yeah, maybe it would spice things it up it can actually help a relationship I believe yeah. it. Oof. I don't know I'm gonna go with number two just because you don't know what happened I would have some kind of weird excuse it would just hang there forever <laughs> it would be awful it would every day it would be there really <laughs> alright how about this one get waterboarded at Guantanamo Bay I've been to Guantanamo Bay, by the way. That was actually I did. <laughs> a, did I did five days yeah. uh, stand up comedy on Gu- in Guantanamo Bay. And what is, did the people seem? Uh, they were great. Angry. It was when, they, when they, they first brought in. It was when they first brought in the first load of um, people of prisoners. Yeah. And, oh wow! Uh, I went with Colin Quinn. Did the prisoners get to come to the show? They did not. <laughs> but I ha- actually have they one of one of the Marines. They were loading the prisoners up, and uh, one of them he he took the prayer beads. Um, and he and I have one of them. He gave me one of them. Oh wow! So I actually have a prayer bead from, from one of Guitano the Holy yeah. shit! All right. And what were the accommodations like? Uh, we I stayed in the it was the general's quarters. So like it was it was nice. It was oh, very okay. nice. They huh. treated us very well. Well, would you rather get waterboarded at Guantanamo Bay, apparently in nice accommodations, yeah. or have undeniably ugly offspring? I think I'd go for the waterboarding. That sounds. I, I've always kind of wanted to be waterboarded to see what it feels. I make so many jokes oh, about kidding? it. I'll go ugly kids every time. <laughs> first of all, first of all, you know, you know, uh, your daughter. No, you wouldn't have the ugliest daughter possible. <laughs> so you don't have to, have to deal, deal with, with guys either. trying to bang her. True. Yeah, I got no. That's point. an easy answer right there. Give me I don't know. ugly I think your life kids so with much... no legs. I don't give a shit. <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. Nobody's gonna beat him at this. Um, I'll go with the waterboarding still. I think I'm gonna have to go waterboarding. It's uh, so hard. Life is so hard. That is a no-brainer, ugly kid. <laughs> <laughs> this makes more no sense. No-brainer. All right, let's keep going. Watch a sex tape of. Oh wait. Oh, we kind of did that one. There's every everyone. Is I, like a lot a, of them. There's a lot of sex stuff. Be unable to sleep with someone until you drink a glass of their urine, or go down on someone with uncontrollable gas. Oh wow. Wow, this is this is a question for Jim Morton. <laughs> Can he write this? <laughs> Pick your poison, Neil. I think the uncontrollable gas. I can't drink the urine. You know. I mean, it's supposed to be good for you in some places, mm. some part, some countries, right? I think I could. What's the first maybe one? Maybe con- drink. The, I don't drink the urine of some before you get to sleep with them. You have to drink their urine. I mean, I guess that's a commitment type yeah, thing. No, no, can I get to, <laughs> yeah, can I get to pick who that is, too? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, there, there are some hot fucking women who, yeah. I, yeah, I have no problem. I'll drink their fucking <laughs> urine. 
I mean, sometimes, in some, yeah, in some ways, I agree. It's She's like so like you would. It's like a dare that you hear and think that girl's so hot. I would drink her. Again. <laughs> right. The best yeah. part I like All about right. that, I think it would put you at like when you when the relationship ends. Yeah, that would always put you above the next guy coming in. Like oh. that girl will always like you more than any other guy. Like that guy was dedicated. He drank my urine. I got like tell that you. will hold up. Yeah, the whole farting in the meeting yeah. not. I, 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 you know, it's so like, funny. Oh, the, when you guys explain it, it kind of makes sense. Oh. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to go with you two guys on that one. All right, I have time for like two more. All right. Um, discover that your significant other has been sending your, nude, sending your nudes to their friends in a chat group or find yourself on a revenge porn site. I hate to say it, but if, so, if I'm on a revenge porn site... I'm kind of flattered, I would think, at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I... Oh. What was the first one? Discover that a significant other has been sending your nudes to their friends in a chat group. Well, you know what? Uh, Why I, would you do that? Well, Nobody wants to see me. No, no but yeah. that's the thing. If she, if your girlfriend is willing to do that, yeah. you probably look pretty good in these pics. <laughs> oh, okay. That's my guess. She's not going to send ugly, horrible pics of you... To her friends in a trap. Yeah, she's got to be proud of it. But you. revenge porn. Yeah. Um, she's gonna. That's that's you drinking urine. That's she's gonna send you. <laughs> that's you with the horse from earlier. <laughs> right, you're blowing that horse. <laughs> Good point. I'm going. Greg is one again. Yeah. No re- revenge porn sounds awful. Okay. How about this one? Masturbate in the middle of Times Square. Uh, we can get Louis C.K. <laughs> Ask every kid you meet if they want to join you for a sleepover. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I'll can't. jerk off in Times Square. <laughs> I'll yeah, jerk yeah, off in Times that, Square. I can't do that to any kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah? All right. We have still one more. All right. Good. Um, and you got the, the people there to make make it make more sense. The, yeah. The people with yeah, no clothes you, on. You, you're, probably, no, probably, you're probably the seventh person jerking off in Times Square. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a chance no one would notice. All right. Last one. Bring a sex doll everywhere you go. Yeah. Or have a family member walk in on you getting off to animal porn. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, this. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a tough who's one. writing these? Yeah, that's a... it's called "Pick Your Poison," not safe for work edition. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's, it. That's I guess one. what's number one? <laughs> Bring a sex doll everywhere you go. Now, who's the yeah. family member? That that's also important. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, a couple of them, like, yeah, fuck you, I'm jerking yeah. off to a dog. <laughs> you know, never liked you anyway. I can't even imagine uh, the second one. Well, that was one yeah, of my things. I guess I'll have to bring a sex doll everywhere I go. But I the thing with the sex, yeah, as a comedian, we could pull yeah, that off. I think you know so. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like this a, is, that's a good uh, bit. That's your closer. <laughs> I just don't explain it. I just sit her down at the table, and nobody says a word. You know? Instead Can I borrow bring, Cindy? Sure. Instead of bringing music on stage, you bring the, the sex doll. But the, the thing about sex oh, dolls, we true. talked. We talked about this. Yeah. I we talked about this. We talked about this. Remember? No. I sent you that article about the Japanese the 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 sex. Industry, the robots, the yeah. robots, oh, the so robots. Yeah, we're heading to that world where every, we everyone's going to have these we sex might see robot this. things. Somebody's going to go around yeah, with yeah. their sex robots. It's, it's coming at us fast. I think uh, no one realized how fast the uh, robots are coming. God. The robots are coming, everyone. <laughs> All right, that was the end of that one. That was fun. That was a fun one. Did you find it? You didn't like that? No, I, I did not like that. Yeah, it was come on, game. it's perfect yeah. for Greg. Are yeah, you kidding me? It was me? perfect for. I don't know. All I right. like this, that, and I know. All right, we'll go back to it. I'm sure the next guest. It was worth a try. Yeah. All right. So now. We the way we end the show is one good thing, one bad thing of the week. You can pick anything good, anything bad that hits you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start off with um, time. Neil and I's favorite time of the year. The SAG screeners come in. I paid I my dues, you. and I don't know that anything good is gonna come from these dues ever. But I get free movies. It's uh, the great. I it's the a, greatest feeling. That's in the good, world. but it's yeah. also bad because they're not Blu-ray. That's true. They are not <laughs> no, Blu-ray, no, no, no. but at least I get to see the movies because I have so little time to go. We've to been a movie. watching them like crazy. I mean, I yeah. I love I love that. That's the only advantage of SAG right give now. Give somebody, give them a movie to watch. A... Give everybody a movie to watch that you like. Did you you liked Vice, right? I I liked Vice. I, I uh, Green Book. Oh, you like Green Book? I thought that was the best. Was one Was it so a comedy? Far. It won like the Golden Globe for best comedy yesterday. I I didn't get. We didn't get that. I, I, huh. They're so disjointed. The Golden Globes. Yeah, and Why they're given place. these? They're, I, don't know. I, don't I haven't got them yet. All, all I got was Hulu. Um, and uh, yeah, and the the other one, uh, Amazon. Uh, yeah, they, they give you like a code. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got two in the mail. I got no. Like... You don't do them. You just go to on i Online, on Apple yeah. TV. Oh, Apple they're TV. all there, all eleven. And then on the other uh, other app has two. Born. Uh huh. 
uh, Stars Born and uh, and Crazy Rich Asians. So uh, I, there's 13 movies already. I mean, every I single movie. And it's by the end of January. How am I going to yeah. watch 13 movies? Mary and... Queen. Uh, we saw the one with uh, Mary Queen Melissa Scott? McCarthy, the, the one oh. where she's a writer. That was pretty good. Okay. They're all they're all good. All right. What did you? Uh, what's your good thing or bad thing of the week? Uh, my my good. <laughs> I guess it, we're talking about football earlier. I mean, I, I think I could sit and watch those football games. They, I could sit and watch them all day. All day. Yeah. So that's my. Well, it's coming up this week. You want to make some predictions real quick? Who do you like? Uh, you got Dallas Rams. Did you call? Which? What did you say? No, I, I. Well, the wait it was, it was four was, games. No, so wait, I'm watching football, but the, that's the good thing. I could watch them all day, but the oh. the it's not a bad thing. It's just a good thing that Bethel's mom's staying with us. So <laughs> Bethel's mom, we have a one bedroom apartment. Please, God, tell oh. me she's asking <laughs> questions about the football no, game. So I'm just I could sit and watch football all day, but Bethel's mom's here. You so should now, bring, bring that deck of cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should have brought the deck of cards. <laughs> Have I got a game for you? <laughs> so Bethel's mom, what she likes that's to part, do. That's part of the game. Watch football with your mother-in-law. <laughs> or, yeah. No, it's just. Or watch it, your mother-in-law. Blow, blow a horse. I'd rather blow that should have been there because what they like to do. So it's a battle of this thing, right? And I have to behave. So I walk in. I know the NFL playoffs are there. I know that's all I want to do for the next eight hours. But when I walk in, what's what's on? Nothing's on TV. It's Nothing. Bethel and her mom, oh, no. and they're listening to the Broadway channel on series, and it's blaring. So it's Broadway that roulette game when you And Bethel's it. like, you can do the TV if you want, and but I could see the disappointment in her eyes if I crank off the TV, and so I just kind of watch it. So it's, anyways, that's the story. Jeez, that was a, such a sad ending. It Greg, was. <laughs> it was sad you got ending. a good thing or a bad thing of the week? Uh, well, the good thing is Cowboys won. Yeah, to go to that's good. And the bad thing is that the, the these networks are going to let Donald Trump um, go on television tomorrow and just lie, just yeah. make up a lie, all to appease Ann Coulter, and that's all this is about. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. Well, the lie is gonna be about just so everybody knows the context is about the wall. Donald Trump's gonna give a speech about the wall, but um, I think there's gonna they're gonna have a little thing after it where they really fact checked him. They're probably working right. really they hard to, to fact check him yeah. in super real time now. That's why I said it's gonna come. There is no way he can't lie. The whole thing's a lie. No, yeah, there should be like, like that little, that, you know, that, that little deaf guy in the corner. Yeah. You know, yeah, they should have a little guy in the corner just rolling his eyes. The whole <laughs> it's just, just a so joke. Like no, no, no. The no. wall. It never has worked ever. Yeah. Any in any world in any history. It's China. The whole, the whole thing. <laughs> it is. It could be a great tourist attraction if they yeah. built it right in That's like right. in like three hundred years, yeah. but not our lifetime. Did you feel? Did you hear the thing today with uh, six people? They they they're saying tomorrow there's like th they're marauding the southern border with three thousand terrorists. It's a joke. Here. It turned out there was yeah. six. The people whole thing. I well, the, look, any terrorists that are coming in are being funded, and they have plane tickets. Right. I mean, they're not. They're not taking. They're not taking the impoverished route. They're not walking from Guatemala. No, no. terrorist is walking here from fucking. And Guatemala. didn't we see the clip of El Chapo when he dug his hole right out of the prison? Uh, right, he right, dig right. The whole thing is. It's, I can't hard. even believe I mean, it's. Excuse my language. I, I agree. I can't, <laughs> can't even believe it's language. a conversation. Like I can't believe we've, really we're, we're having a conversation about it. We all know it's it's a, it's ridiculous. Well, it's 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 a dumb man appeasing dumb. People. And that's what it's. That's we're gonna build a wall. Well, and this straight. is said by people who played a game called Pick Your Poison. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Greg Rogel, give us some social media. Where can people find you? Oh, uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, but you, you're not a social I, media I, guy. I, you are. No. You're so, your Twitter's hilarious. Oh, I, I, I go to my Twitter. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. Twitter. I'm just all I'm doing is trashing Donald Trump and just trolling him and trashing him. There's, yeah, there's but no, you troll. There's no comedy going on there. It's just it's 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 mostly just <laughs> hatred. So funny. But um, yeah. So uh, Greg Rogel is yeah. on Twitter and uh, also you know, Instagram, and uh, you know that's it. I'm on Facebook. Great. So I don't really. Know. And you can catch Greg at the Comedy Cellar. He's one of the best. Oh, thanks, man. I've ever seen. So thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks for coming. Neil, in. that was fun. That we'll was see you next fun. week, everybody. Okay, bye.